Hello one and all and welcome back to Behind the Desk, the podcast that talks about my time working in a recording studio. My name is John and today, well, today's a Monday. And unlike a lot of people, I quite enjoy Mondays. I know it sounds weird, but I always think it's a good day to be motivated and start the week off with a high, ready to take on anything that gets thrown my way. Admittedly, uh, it doesn't always last the entire week, and sometimes it doesn't even last the whole Monday, but I give it my best shot. But today, I want to talk about saxophones. Yes, the jazz icon painted in brass. It is an instrument that I and I'm sure a lot of others really enjoy the sound of and listening to. There's just something about a sax that just sounds good. It's soothing, it's smooth, and I really wish I could play one. Instead, the closest thing I have to playing one was recording one in the studio. And that's what today's episode's all about. My time recording saxophone, the mic techniques I used, and what I'd do differently in the future. So, if you have any questions about anything I say on today's show, then give us a message at Wellsy Media. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram, and I'll try to answer anything podcast or music or music production related. Now, on with the show. And this whole session came about because of a previous session we'd done. I've mentioned before on this podcast how I recorded a female vocalist with a smooth, low-pitched voice to a track with a low, jazzy feeling to it. Well, the producer of that beat wanted to add some saxophone to the track. And after months, eventually they found a saxophone player and invited him into the studio to record. Now, the sax guy was pretty quiet and he was really easy going as a person I seem to remember. He was like super laid back and just just went with the flow. Not like some musicians who come in where they have to talk and plan and prep a lot beforehand, but this guy just just came in, he stood where we asked him to stand and he just started playing. And you know what? He was actually really, really good. He was a nice sax player. Nice sounding, I mean. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to Behind the Desk. Weird. But he clearly knew what he was doing, and he just improvised on the track. And it was just a really super easy recording session, just to let the track run a few times, let him play over it, do his own thing. And at the end, we asked him to play some extended longer notes, just for like the intro of the song because it was all like sustained notes at the start. So we just wanted the saxophone to kind of follow suit. And overall, I think it came out quite nicely. But (laughs) the biggest thing I remember about this session, which is a good lesson for anyone working in the control room, is at one point he was just practicing and not to get distracted, he faced one of the walls. Now, I just happened to speak out loud in the control room saying that he kind of looks like he's in a sulk or just in a bad temper and just like not facing any of us. And I didn't realise the talkback mic was on, so the sax guy heard me. Um, Now, luckily, he was super nice. He just turned and giggled at us, but there's a lesson there for you all. Uh, Make sure talkback is off before you say anything. Whether you're making jokes or slagging someone off for being naff. Because that happens a lot. Because some people are actually naff. But just double check the button. Otherwise it could make the rest of the session a bit awkward. Now, 
The session was good, it was a good atmosphere, it was a good saxophone player, and I think the recordings were actually pretty decent. Now, I say decent, because me and the other intern had to set up the microphones, and neither of us have really recorded sax before, so we didn't actually know what we were doing. I mean, we had a general idea. Before the session actually started, I did look up some techniques online. I asked one of my bosses as well, um, just some advice on how to record a saxophone, really. And the advice I got from multiple sources was a bit of this and a bit of that. Basically, there's a lot of different ways to set up a microphone. And I'm sure there's advantages of using all these different setups like ribbon microphones or having a three mic setup. But for this particular session, I think we ended- Hello one and all and welcome back to Behind the Desk. About placed about six inches away from the horn itself. And then I had another condenser close to the reed piece. Because my original thinking was, well, there must be two places where sound comes from the mic- from, not the microphone, the saxophone. The horn, obviously, giving a honky sound, and the mouthpiece. Uh, but it turns out that's not actually true. There's actually two places where sound can resonate from the saxophone. Obviously the horn, giving a honky sound. But also, you can get sound from the keys, you know, the bits where you put your fingers and actually play different notes and different, yeah, different notes on the saxophone. The small gaps between all the different and individual parts of the saxophone actually creates a bright tone around about there. And if you put a microphone relatively close there, you can actually pick up this brighter sound. Obviously, when we hear it live, we just hear the combination of the honking horn and that's bright tone and it just merges into one and we don't actually think about well I don't anyway think about there's actually two different sound sources to a saxophone which I thought was really interesting but I didn't do that I put a microphone on the mouthpiece thinking there was going to be some sound there uh, there wasn't it picked up a little bit of sound but not the sound I was looking for that's why I say the recordings were decent, but it still sounded nice. I know there is a live sound engineer called Elliot who said something along the lines of, if it sounds like a sax, you've done a good job. And you know what? It actually sounded like a sax, so I think I did an okay job. I think if I was going to record sax again, I would definitely have two mics still. Uh, potentially have a third mic as a room mic, maybe, depending on what room I was actually recording the mic, uh, depending on what room I was actually recording the saxophone. But I'd have one condenser close to the keys to capture that more brighter sound, and definitely keep the horn mic where it was. That was following the advice of my boss, who said, treat the horn like a vocalist. Uh, so have it at the right distance, and you can mess around with it on axis and off axis, which was some pretty sound advice to be fair. And like I mentioned, already want to use a room mic. I don't think it's necessary to get a good sound, but my thinking is, a saxophone is an instrument that works best in a live environment. Uh, so using live reverb and the reverb of a space can actually help emulate that feeling of a live performance. Obviously it won't compare to a physical live performance, but a room mic could help with this. Plus, I'm just a big fan of analog and natural reverbs in general. So if I can get it, I will. 
but that's what I'd do if I was going to record saxophone again in the studio. But what are your thoughts? What would you do? Let us know at Wellesley Media. You can share your thoughts and opinions. I'd like to hear what other techniques people would use in these sorts of situations. So, all that's left to say is thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my experience recording saxophone. I've been John, and I'll see you all in the next one.